listeners. We're back here for the RT show. I'm here um, hosting. My name's Richard, obviously. I'm hosting with Jess and I'm hosting with Simon. It's a nice, quick show today. We're just going to talk about um, the Saudi takeover of sports, but we're going to particularly focus on the influence it's got on football. I don't know if many of you know, um, obviously in the winter transfer season, Cristiano Ronaldo, he went to a Saudi club, got a big contract, 200 million plus a year contract. And it seems this summer, a lot more players from the, particularly from the premiership have gone over, particularly a club, Chelsea. It seems like obviously when the new owner came in, he spent plus half a billion pounds. 600 million in within two transfer seasons and obviously to comply with fair uh, financial fair play is kind of a coincidence that a lot of the Chelsea squad of a couple of Chelsea squad members have made that transfer to Saudi Arabia I just I'm going to throw it over to my co-host and I want to hear their opinion and I'll give kind of a final thought of what I feel about it um, so I'm going to go to you, Jez. Um, what do you feel about it? Because obviously you're a Newcastle supporter. There's been, how can I say, controversial about, you know, the takeover. But unlike most clubs that have had that big flux of money, I felt that Newcastle, as much as I hate to say it, and I've said it in previous shows, I want to see them crash and burn. But you spent your money wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, you've brought in an Italian midfielder for 50 million. You're back in the Champions League. Um, what are your feelings about it? I, th- I can see where where they're kind of coming from with, with all the transfers that are recently being made. From what I'm seeing, they're, they're looking at TV rights, the Saudi Liga, and they want to kind of expand uh, and kind of promote more obviously the international players that are coming over to more of a wider audience to say, look, we've, we've been buying clubs for so many years, spending money at those clubs, but now it's our turn to spend money within our own um, and promote our leagues, kind of build up our players, whether they're from a young age, give them role models to look up to whilst they're playing in that league because they, they can't obviously afford to be travelling that far, some of the younger generation, because there is still a lot of poverty in those areas yeah. as well that we see, and a lot of money is kept within. Within, But I think the way that, obviously, with Newcastle, how it's worked is that the PIF, uh, obviously, Wealth Investment Fund, they have, obviously, own well, a share of, obviously, all those kind of four big clubs in Saudi. So there's all those rumours lurking around that if a player signs for one of those four Saudi clubs, there's a link straight away to Newcastle because of the ownership, which has been clearly denied. But there's always interesting to see what happens in January because if a player gets injured what happens then in Newcastle does a player go to start approaching some of the players in the background do they cover the salary of that club so we'd have to pay loans for the back door we just don't we've seen it happen before and I believe the the FA are kind of really against that I don't want to see that happening but what's to not stop it because of they've already signed contracts with other clubs and they're allowed to leave freely where to go so there's no restrictions there and the thing is also premiership clubs do have feeder clubs as well where they loan out players so yeah where's the stance on that I mean Man City with um, with other clubs like New York City yes same thing in America where I think Beckham went on loan. I think it was on loan to AC Milan. Or yeah. I'm not too sure about the details, but okay. there's a lot of kind of like things in the background we don't know. And uh, yeah, it's always interesting to to kind of hear, well, see and obviously hear the obviously the, the massive influx of players that are probably near the end of their careers. A lot of them in the Premier League now finished off the contracts, but they're looking for that bigger last contract for them to kind of fill before they retire. Um, the likes of you. 
Benzema's, you know, I mean, the, the other players, Ronaldo's already there, yeah. already and made a name for himself. But it does beg the question around what is the plans going forward for, for the Saudi league? What are they intending to do? Are they looking to do all this all the time? Are they looking to kind of go better or one better, shall I say, than the Chinese league? Because we know what happened there. They had a massive influx of players coming on, massive contracts. All of a sudden, the government turned around and said, look, you can't do this, obviously for tax reasons, and we need to get that money back. So a lot of the players had to leave, um, and they put a ban basically on how many, obviously, transfers were happening because it was having a massive knock-on effect on... It wasn't developing their national league. It wasn't developing the league as much, but it Mm. looks like different teams are signing players, which is then allowing other younger players or current players there in the Saudi league to kind of thrive. And I think it stems as well from the big World Cup that was there. Yeah. I think a lot of people have seen how... A lot of interest. They've got the stadiums. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a big pull, I think. I think overall, yeah. The money, the money. That's the the big question for me. It's like, where's the ethics behind that? But there's all sorts of Hmm. questions about... It's hard hard to say no to... Yeah. Hmm. But the money obviously speaks to the... Yeah. Just before I started recording, which... Gerard, Stephen Gerard is a good coach, um, and Etifak, I think it is. Yeah. Originally, he said no, but then he obviously came back, must have come back with a better offer. Mm. Probably money, probably. <laughs> um, Two year contracts, but you know, he's he, he's a coach right at the beginning of his career still. Um, and the, the, the players that they announced, the big players, the Benzema, mm. um, Kante, they were free transfers, and I initially I was like, oh, they just signed these players. That are coming towards the end or in the early 30s to mid 30s, but they've still got a lot to offer. Yeah. Signing them on big contracts, but then they're starting to pay transfer fees that Neves, Kulibali, uh, Mendy, the buying players as well now mm. on, the, on the massive contracts. Um, of course, Ronaldo set, you know, set the, the tone for that, didn't he? When he signed for mm. Alamassa, I think he wanted in, in January. Mm. Money talks, it's just, it's the same, you know, yeah. you're seeing that. I mean, players are going to earn, earn the money, it's a short career. If they're having hundreds of millions thrown at them, yeah. they them in some ways, you know, they're, they're, making, they're making that money, but is it going to make the sport better? Is it, is it going to make it a better, hmm. a better sport, a better league in Saudi Arabia? Initially, on the surface, you'll say, yeah, but like, Yeah, it's a challenge that they had to put like a quarter in on the because it wasn't developing the national team, the national players. I can't see him quite being put in because it's a very different country politically and economically. Yeah. Anyways, Mm -hmm. um, they do need to cost the can. Yeah, there's not one really can stop them, is it, to be fair? Um, The question is, I'm thought immediately when I heard that PIF had bought four sandwiches, my it's a tricky one because I mean one of the players who I was quite surprised because when he I think he came out at the end of the season and for Wolves Ruben Neves yeah. he's only 25 mm-hmm. and he came back and he says he's got yeah, a long career he wants Champions League football so yeah. but then he goes to Saudi so I'm thinking are you looking for that loan move somewhere Potentially because Very you, know, you, know, you have to think yeah, of these because he's yeah. kind of said I want to play Champions League. You know, what I mean, and still be because I, I always think when players who you know when they go to like the Saudi, no offense to the Saudi League in in any sense or fairness of that way, but 
if they play international football, they get found out a little bit more easily because the competition isn't as yeah. strong in that league. Defence are a little bit, yeah. not as, you know what I mean, not, the pressing isn't an intense because yeah. of the heat, the weather. But when you get playing international, where you're against players, Premier League, Inter- Italy, Spanish players who are playing in that league day in, day out, you kind of get, you don't know, you know what I mean, you don't really have your full guile of presence that you used to have when you were playing in those leagues. And I always feel players get a bit found out then. They do. Because they know that they're a bit above the others yeah. in that league, really. There is the argument that upbringing all these players, particularly the top players, with Premier League experience or Serie yeah. experience, could help to make the league better, could help to make the existing players in that league better. But that would take a long time. Yeah. Which is not going to happen anymore. You've got to start from grassroots to develop a league, don't you? I agree. Yeah. That's where you've got to start from. You start from when how much involvement? Your children. Are they in? How much involvement? Are they in the grassroots? Are they that, going that's, to... that's the thing, yeah. and I can't. You know, it's hard to say no to some someone that's worth six hundred billion, isn't it? Fact, and yeah. I think we're looking at this as fans, but it's a job for these footballers. If someone offered you a two-year contract, two hundred million, you know yeah. those. That amount of money, it's not about your egos, about the sporting, wanting to be immortalised in history. But that money doesn't just change your life. It changes the people's lives that come after you. I can understand p- players like Benzema and Kante going because it is a Muslim country and they're Muslim players. I can understand that. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I, can, yeah. I can understand that. I think the, the thing where it gets sticky... And where it gets tricky is it's an obscene amount of money these players are getting. And I'm a Liverpool fan and I'm a fan at the end of the day. We're not profiting from this Saudi money. So for me, all the Saudi clubs, including Newcastle, can burn as far as I'm concerned. But obviously, if we got investment, I think my mind would change. Ethics go out of the window. If... I'm being realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's realistic, you know, that Newcastle have gone from your last season, relegation, you've gone up to Champions League. It's not, I don't think Newcastle's defied the model because they haven't bought the Neymars. They've bought like Trippier. They've bought, they spent well and they haven't spent obscene money. It seems like their spending is on a level. And we're, starting, and we're starting at the academy. Yeah, and your yeah, and your academy and your facilities are being built up, yeah. which is I think is a big difference. But for me, I'm a sports f- fan. At the end of the day, does ethics go into it for me when I'm watching my watching my football? I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna care. The thing that's concerning me is the is the talent that's leaving these leagues. Yeah, there's gonna be a big drain of talent. Because if they come with a certain offer, okay, we can give you 20 millions above your art skin price for this player. We're going to give him whatever contract he wants. You, There's a blank check. You write what you want. There's going to be a drain of, of talent, the talent pool from Europe, from America, from South America. There's going to be a big talent drain. I would like to think it would develop the Saudi league. But I can't see how until you develop you until it goes to the grassroots that the improvement on the national team isn't going to come till about 10, 15 years later, if you're lucky. All I can say, if I was in a place position, I would have took that money and run. Two years work, you know, <laughs> it's a short career. They've got no pension fund. 
it's easy money and you're playing and you're playing a sport that you love and it's I can understand why heads will turn but at the end of the day again I'm a fan it's about fairness and it's about and I like and I know I'm rambling a bit but I like that it took Man City so much years to win the Champions League I like the fact that PSG have not got past a certain part of the Champions League that I hope the lessons that are being learned is that as much money you can throw, it doesn't build a team spirit. It doesn't build that competitive edge that they got. Because when you've got big contracts, you're 19 years old and you're being offered 20, 20 grand a week. And that's a small salary in comparison. Are you going to have that hunger to go out and perform your best? That's a question I leave up to you. And I'd like to thank my host, you know, gracious host, Jez and Simon. And we're out of here.